0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Taveshima Ayede. Now, I'm sure regular listeners will be happy to know that we're back to our regular scheduled programming, not just the time because that whole midnight recording thing didn't work out too well for me. I also tried it on uh, my other podcast, that's the So You're Getting Married podcast, and I really think uh, that whole midnight thing, you know, loss of energy for me. And then plus, I couldn't speak as loud as I want to, you know, guarantee you guys um, adequate volume and levels, and uh, trying to insulate the place, get the whole place quiet was... uh, bit of a problem. So now I'm back to my regular studio in the house and my regular recording times. So I should be able to speak more freely, not worrying about waking up everyone in the house. So that's one way that we're back to our regular scheduled programming. Now the second way is that we're actually back to the conversation that we stopped midway. Now uh, if you guys remember The last series of podcasts that I handled, maybe about five or six of them, were devoted to the question of whether you should be talking to strangers, what's the best way of talking to strangers in drumming up um, uh, business, and how do we round off all those interactions. When we're done speaking with said stranger, what is it that we should do? And now that we're done with that uh, interlude, that interruption, we're going to go back to the series of discussions that we had um prior, which were built around um getting people to buy, basically. It was built off um a um uh, a session that I had with a uh, what are they called? A tech hub in Abuja. Um gosh. Seed builders, yes, seed builders tech hub in Abuja. Um a session that I ran uh, with them and for them. Concerning how you influence your customers to buy. And we had started looking at questions involved. um, uh, We started looking at questions involved in that whole exercise. And we had looked at, um, if I remember correctly, I think we had looked at simple sales and complex sales. That's because all these things are necessary to lay the foundation for when we get right up to um, the meat of the question, which is how to influence customers to buy. Now, for some of you who are a bit more business savvy, you're going to note some problems with the title, which is how do you influence customers to buy? And so, yes, I have tried to clarify before, and I will do so again for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the first time. Yes, we have to be clear on terms. Uh, customers are typically not the people that we refer to who are going to buy from us, From I mean, for the first time. Customers uh, the term is the term that you use to people who have already done business with you before. So those are your customers who've done business with you before and uh the correct term for people who you're meeting for the first time um is prospects or some people like to say potential customers. Then um we also have other terms that people use um interchangeably uh, that's um, clients, uh, clients, customers. And so basically, clients, uh, yeah, pretty much the same as a customer, except that it is used in a much more business to business, corporate type um, setting. So for me, a wedding photographer typically would not refer to. Um, okay, no. Well, actually, we have started referring to our. Uh, past brides and grooms as our clients i guess we're now trying to level up professionalize up but anyway bottom line is okay a tailor's that's that's a good one a tailor the average seller wouldn't say that so 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 and so is my client they'll say so 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 and so is my customer and that's because they're keeping themselves within the um business to person or the person to person um mindset so apart from that uh people, regular, I mean, other folks outside of these contexts use customers or clients interchangeably. So for a wedding uh, photographer, for instance, or a wedding planner, I mean, technically, if they say customers or clients, I guess they are correct. So um, the whole uh, point of this uh, exercise, this series of conversations that we're returning to actually is how to get potential customers or how to get Prospects or prospective customers to buy from you, but anyway, for the sake of keeping things simple, I'm not going to change the uh, the header in the um, in the podcast notes, whether for this episode or future episodes i just I'll just keep it um, simple because uh, this podcast reaches um, people from different walks of life have different levels of sophistication so let's not confuse uh, folks by introducing new terms you know like uh, prospects and uh, on and on so we'll just keep it simple I will always use the word customer but please as you listen bear in mind that I'm aware about um, aware of these differences between customers prospects prospective customers clients and apply the differences uh, in your mind as such even though I'm going to keep using one word to refer to any of them and to refer to all of them Now the question I would like us to look at today, should pressure be applied in sales? The reason why I'm tackling that question now is because the header of the topic, um, that's how to influence your customers to buy, assumes that you can indeed influence someone to do something and also assumes that it is a good thing to influence someone to uh, do something. And yes, sales does involve some uh, measure of um, influence. So I wanted us to tackle the question head on. Should you apply pressure in sales? Now, I'm not going to give you a firm yes or no answer, and I'm not going to give you a maybe answer. So let's just um, riff on it a little bit so we can tease out some of the issues. Now, sometimes when you uh, apply pressure in the selling situation, you have a prospective customer in front of you, it can lead to situations where um uh, unsuitable products or services are sold to the customer so let's say your wedding photographer you want to seal this deal uh, they're right in front of you uh, normally you like to take you know 300k or 500k but it looks like they're a 150k couple and uh, you just try and ram them through the situation so you can get this 150k with the best um, profit margins uh, that you can without paying attention to what it is that they were particularly after in the first place. So let's say uh, sh- uh, they are one of these couples and they are out there who have unrealistic budgets. You know, they want to get two books and five frames and pre-wedding shoot and everything, all for 150K. Now, if that's really what they were after, um, I think in that situation, perhaps this is one of those things, if you're a wedding photographer, that you might just, you should just weave and let them go along and find um, somebody else because if they're not keen on talent and expertise and things like that and they're more hung up on the actual deliverables, then even though you're going to deliver them world-class photography, they might end up with unsuitable products uh, or in this case um, services because you've delivered world-class photography but they're not really after world-class photography in the first place, they're just really after the number of albums that they can get and the number of frames. And that would be an unsuitable and an undesirable outcome. And um, in those kinds of situations, you know, neither party is happy. You put in all the work, you've delivered world-class photography um, for them, you've collected 150K and you're angry because your profit margin isn't uh, what you would expect. And then again, you're also similarly angry because you've given, you've put in all this effort and you can tell that they are not happy with what it is that they received, even though you put in your best. And that's because we're both looking at value from uh, different perspectives. You were thinking world-class photography. They were just thinking, I want X number of frames and I want X number of albums. They were thinking produce. You were thinking um, skill and artistic uh, delivery and, you know, all that um, highfalutin stuff. That's when you're dealing with a much more basic customer. All that is really um, highfalutin. So um, when we have those situations where... uh, the customer ends up with an unsuitable product or service remember what i said an unsuitable product or service is not determined by you you can't say you put your all in and so therefore it is suitable it is determined by them and whether it meets their needs and their context so if they think it's unsuitable or undesirable then that is what it is even if you put in um, your whole best and you delivered work that is worthy of praise of michelangelo or any of those old um all those old dead uh, italian artists so now when that's the case i we're dealing with a customer who has an product or service it leads to buyer's remorse and buyer's um buyer's regret now those are situations where the customer is either angry at themselves for the purchase or angry at you for the purchase either way it's not a desirable outcome and it's going to hamper it's going to reduce the chances for future um, purchases because uh, chances are they might not want to come back to you and it's also going to diminish uh, sorry diminish the uh, prospects of uh, referrals because if they didn't have a good experience there's very little reason why they might want to um, send uh, other people uh, your way so that's uh, one of the things that can happen when you apply pressure in sales without considering other things like how suitable the products or services are not looking at the needs or wants um, of the person. Now, it can also lead to poor online reviews and uh, bad word of mouth and it's something we have to be mindful of because we are currently in the connection economy and that is a term that has been coined by Seth uh, Godin and that's the whole idea that we're all uh, interconnected uh, over the interwebs and then everybody has a mobile phone so you know sharp sharp you know pretty sharply everybody's in everybody's um, inbox and uh, we're all swimming in the same ecosystem more or less and so if you are poisoned in the connection economy word is going to get round pretty quickly that um, that guy that wedding photographer you know he's just a uh you know he's just a he's just a fast talker he's an anyhow anyhow kind of person you know he just suave them blah 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 and all that bad press that you don't want so should pressure be applied in sales it's something that you're going to have to take prudent and calculated decisions on but yes you can influence people depending on the social context sometimes you might actually be um, in a position to exert some kind of um, pressure, but you need to bear in mind that you need to, that you should be paying attention to um, other things apart from the level of pressure that um, the level of influence that you can exert. Now, the reason why that is important is because I, uh, you know, I hang out with a lot of other wedding photographers and wedding videographers, and there's one of my guys who, whenever we're in a situation always says, you know, as in guy, going hard, going hard, as in he wants me to go ahead and close that, um, close that sale. And it's not always desirable. You're not always in the right context where an all-out hard push is, um, uh, an all-out hard push to collect that deposit and to seal the deal is, uh, is desirable. So I'm looking at this question because there are a lot of us in this space who actually think that that's the way to go they're here right now we have the attention let's go in hard we need to collect that 100k deposit that 200k deposit put it on the books put it on the calendar no darling okay now um okay uh i think i've riffed enough on that whole issue of whether you should apply pressure um, in sales but i'm sure you know where i'm leaning towards that it's probably not a good idea to apply pressure in sales so At the next recording, we're now going to answer the question that if we cannot apply pressure in sales, then how the heck are we supposed to go ahead and seal this deal? How are we supposed to make some crispy money so that we can pay for school fees, DSTV, foreign travel, um, what else, new cameras and all that beautiful stuff that uh, we like to do? So that's going to be the next question. How do you sell without exerting influence? And how do you sell without applying pressure? So that's what's going to be the next um, episode. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you for the time and attention. I'll do my best to keep delivering top-notch tips, tricks, and everything to your earbuds while you are working out or commuting to work or whatever it is that you're doing so that we can all grow together and build that uh, dream business that we all want to do. So thanks for your time and attention. I will catch you guys on the next episode.